0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Clip It Podcast episode 43. I definitely didn't have to check that one twice. How are we all doing today? It's good to see you all as always. Now today we're doing another special episode with a wonderful guest, another member of the It's Only Pixels Discord group. And uh, and it's an absolute honour to have them on. Um, we're getting very close to having all of them at some point. Um I think there's three or four more to go, so uh we'll have to wait and see how how are you how we're we gonna deal with that. But um we're getting closer it's, it's like playing bingo, just dotting off each number. But no, um it's an absolute pleasure to have them on. We have Darcy Lace. Thank you very much for coming on. How are you doing today?
1: Yeah, you're welcome, yeah, that's good. Appreciate it. Yeah, really good. Really uh really uh enjoying I'm on holiday currently. Um so I'm nice and relaxed and chilled and recharged. But yeah I'm having a and a good time
0: ideal that's uh I, I wish i had a long holiday but it's, it's yeah, the I working like times unfortunately um but no where, where 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 may people know you from
1: so darfsy lace i'm one of the six founder members of its only pixels if if any of you guys have joined tactical or anyone you know in tactical tacticals community with us on gaming nights um we're I'm primarily a tarkov player but i've you know i'm 40 almost 41 at the end of this year um i've been into you know gaming since probably about six or seven i guess with early kind of um you know your spectrums your amigas and your, your original NES systems and pretty much plays you know most games um that you can probably think of and you know a lot i've recently got steam decks so i've been going back to my roots and playing with lots of retro gamers, which is bringing you back you know triggering some really nice childhood memories but yeah primarily you would have seen me within the I- iop lot with people like love me human shields um hawk seven makashi games those guys um you know that where we all kind of share a community between us
0: oh ideal um now not to put any of them down but i would i would confidently say you're one of the funniest ones when it comes to posting in that discord i've certainly seen some interesting stuff that you've posted in there but a lot of it does make you chuckle um but no you're you're all extremely active and and friendly and you give everybody a good laugh yeah it's a good it's a good community yeah and and
1: and you know I'm very dry like I'm very kind of cut through the the so to speak you know we we live in a we live in a world now of uh you know it's very difficult to separate things that are going to offend people or not offend people Mm. um you know we're obviously a a community of you know we we support know everybody but we you know we will not tolerate kind of sexism racism that kind of thing Mm. um but outside of that we will have a laugh and we'll have a joke and it is a joke and it is a laugh and uh yeah I enjoy the the discord community like you know from just to give a a bit of a background from where that came from the six kind of IOP content creators that had some of them had discord servers before and we all we were sharing you know discord servers we had a lot of the same people in our streams and a lot of the same people watching our videos. So we, you know, me and Lovemit and uh, Human Shields had this idea, you know, join a stream. We should just join it, right? We should just join it. And at the time, people that don't, aren't aware, Lovemit does a, a mental health podcast, which goes out weekly. And um, we were having lots of talks about mental health and mental health in gaming. And we kept saying, you know, oh, you know, this guy's coming in, but it's, it's really only just pixels, right? Like we're just playing a game. And this is where the kind of, the term was born. So the It's Only Pixels group, um, was basically born from that and the fact that these six people just wanted to come together and share this community and actually like what you were saying there tactical is we have quite a good group of people we're not a massive discord server we have you know maybe 150 people i'll say we probably have only 40 45 active members but within those 45 you know and within the iop main six we have a good community and everyone's really willing to help each other and chat to each other and you know it's just it's just really nice to be involved
0: yeah, no, I, I completely agree on that. It's it's uh, a phenomenal community and I I can't remember if I said this in the last episode, I, I felt kind of bad because um I, I joined discords and kind of leave them. Oh, I'm awful when it comes to uh, community and building. I'm trying to get better. Um, I went into that discord, I went into IOP's discord and noticed I was a VIP member and I went, oh crap, I feel kind of I've let down now, so I started posting a bit more and it's been wonderful, everybody in there is just a, a phenomenal community. Um, and you you actually completely uh, went straight into what I was going to talk about was how um, when I was talking to Love Me, I was talking about how on your, his first episode with you, um, you kind of came up with that name there and then on that episode. Um, and I asked was that's uh, not that anything is is scripted but it, it was it like did you have the idea in the past or did it, was it just spur the moment that podcast no, was born all... of it
1: yeah it was just we were just chatting and we were just you know we, we we'd we never heard that term before really um and we were just kind of talking about different things and then I just said no it's only pixels right it's only a game you know we're playing a game you know anyone who's watching this it's a gamer would have had some kind of toxicity or poisonous kind of people coming into their stream or just you know just trolling their channels or whatever you know at the end of the day if you get killed if i get killed in the game that's the way the game is right the game is designed to be played that way um and some people do get quite salty about it um you know so the it's only pixels thing was born from a lot of us just brushing off those people and i think actually what it means a lot more to people now a lot of people in our community use that you know, especially because we are very heavily focused on mental health, especially mental health in gaming and just, just mental health generally with all of us, right? I mean, with, with lockdown and COVID and a lot of us, you know, like yourself, Tactical, are very, I would say, very kind of, you know, focused and proactive in what they do for content creation and streaming. You know, for me, I, you know, I, outside of this, I have a real job. You know, I, I work in IT. I'm an IT professional. I've been for 18 years working on very large IT projects, um, react, you know, collaborating with people all the time. Um, and then on the side to that, we also own an event company. So we run a lot of corporate and retail events and I host a lot of events, award ceremonies, parties, events, weddings, all this kind of thing. And as soon as lockdown hit, that was gone. Right. I mean, that was a, that was a big off. We tried to do a bit online. We tried to do quizzes and events and things online, but it's just not the same as literally, you know, interacting with real people and, and having connections with people because, you know, contrary to what I do say, and people will say, I'm probably... I don't think they would say I'm the grumpiest IOP member, but I do think that the world would be better without people in it. Like, because Mm -hmm. it is the people that bring, that bring everything down, right? It's always a person or someone acting a certain way that brings a group down, right? Um, But actually at these events, we meet great people. And when COVID hit, that stopped. And Mm -hmm. the problem with that was for my mental health, I was like, what am I gonna do? I'm used to, I'm used to collaborating with people, I'm used to interacting, I'll start streaming. So I started streaming, that helped, it filled a nice little gap obviously met love met hawksy all the guys you know all these people that are in the iop i never met before i started streaming um you know at the beginning of lockdown which was what a couple of years ago now over a couple of years ago and that helped but it wasn't enough so i'm glad that we're kind of back to some normality um i like to think that i bring enough to the iop community that that kind of inspires others to come out their shells a little bit more and just you know be themselves a bit more because i think you've probably seen it as well and I've, i've watched a few of other of your Podcast where some people have said you know they feel a little bit they don't like to come out of their shells they're quite introverted but they want to be forward all the extroverts have the high anxiety levels mm. so i just you know i'm not plugging the ip discord or group but obviously we have a very similar view of the world that for all people we're just trying to have fun yeah we really love gaming we're not going to make it a chore and it's not going to become a job for probably you know most of us um, let's enjoy. Let's enjoy people, and let's uh, let's support other people as well.
0: Yeah, no, that's I think that's that's wonderfully put, and you're more than welcome to uh promote it because one you're wearing a beautiful IOP um shirt.
1: Yeah, it was very nice of Lovemit as you probably have Lovemit. Love is a very a great graphic designer, um, and he put this together, you know, using the kind of Tetris squares, and it's actually a really good, you know, really well fit, you know, mm. good fitting for us. So
0: nice, no, it's. it's... <laughs> I love what he does, he's, he's, he's as you said, a, a talented um, graphic designer artist and, and fellow podcast hosts. Um, I think that's three podcasts in a row now we've mentioned Lovemit, Uh he's going to start to charge him at some point. Legend. Yeah. He's a legend, right? <laughs> no, he is, he's, He's. he's I, I don't know, it's hard to say, was there, was there one person that kind of brought everybody together or was it just, as you said, like everybody at the same sort of time kind of met and maybe one or two came on after?
1: so from so my journey with meeting people is i used to follow a content creator called me who's actually a, a friend of mine from a job a long time ago also lives in uh, li- roughly where i live um he put me on Hawksy. he says oh, great you play pc right like why aren't you playing escape from tarkov i, I never heard of this game before november of 2020 20, 2019 and he said have not go and tap up hawksy like i got on hawksy and if you've watched hawksy he's brilliant he's a great laugh you know he lives mid uk he's uh, a good family man good hard-working guy but he's just funny and for me like if you can make me laugh it doesn't really matter what you're playing or what you're doing if you can make me laugh that keeps me hooked so i was hooked within two days i bought tarkov started playing with him <clears throat> then lovemit was in that circle as well started to chat to lovemit human shields was hawksy's friend from a cod days so we met human shields that way Flock of Geese, he's my friend that mm-hmm. I work with. So he came into that community that way, and then Makashi also knew MioGasm, and also is a pompy lad. Um, so so we're all kind of in in the same, and that's how the six kind of formed. Lucy, I would say through this guy called MioGasm, who no no longer streams, but he kicked it off. We all met each other, we got together, we had the idea of becoming a bit of a team that because we were all doing the same stuff, playing the same mm-hmm. games, and then I guess that. I kind of, I would, I would like to say that it was me that pressured it. That kind of said, "Look, guys, if, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Because like we talk about it, and we talk about it. Let's just get it done. Because what we're we going to lose, you're going to lose a few people off your Discord channel. They're going to get two, three weeks to move across. Let's just do it. And you know, I think I was the one that pushed us to do it. But it, the energy came from everybody.
0: Yeah, that's. I, I don't think that's. Is there is nothing ashamed about or, or, or feeling bad about admitting or not even admitting, like just saying that you're the one who sort of. Pressured it because you know, I think there's a lot of things in the world that people won't do because they feel like they're they're they are they they do not want to ruin someone else's day, sort of thing. Um, so that's 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 interesting. I I because I, I knew I remember like how did I meet Love Mit? I met Love Met through you actually. Uh, and how did I meet you? I saw your tournament. I can't remember how when you were doing. Uh, was it you who did Talkie uh, Todd?
1: Uh, so yes, I meet. Tucky Tourneys, yes. I Me and Hawksy got together and Hawksy was like, look, these guys are doing tournaments. I've played in tournaments. We should do some tournaments. And I said, oh, that'd be really cool. Let's do some tournaments. Now, I've organized lots of things before and Hawksy will help us out and say, yeah, I was just the, the brain and the ambassador, but Darth put it together. Um, I was like, yeah, we can do this. Like, we, let's get on it, right? Let's just put it together. And uh, so the Tucky Tourneys that we kind of do are a little bit different because a lot of, a lot of the major tournaments, you know, if you look at the Punisher tournaments and those kind of tournaments, um, the invasion stuff, it's very much... PvP outright, you're going in. You're trying. You know, it's it's very old school FPS tournament driven. We were like, "Well, that's great," but it's not really a full on FPS game. Like, there's this whole other side that you can actually, you know, you can do your exploration, you can do your stealth stuff, you can find loot. You know, there is a, there's a whole side of the game that you're not touching. So we kind of did a bit of a mix. You get points for killing things, and you get points for collecting things, and you get points for extracting. So people that aren't very good at PvP and and Tarkov a hardcore game, right? Like it i've put 2700 hours into that game and i still learn every day a different way of doing something and we learn from each other but i know i'm better now than i was but at the very beginning i was more of a bit covert let's get some loot let's kill some scavs from behind let's 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 third party some pv whereas now I'm, I'm running in the door first so the tournament lends itself to that scale and i think a lot of people really liked that because they didn't have to go you know oh, i've got to be in the top five percent of tarkey in the world to be in one of these big talks. let's just go and play in a local talk never laugh with with darth and hawks commentating on it you know it's a it's a different take on it and that rolled into the league which you would have seen through discord so we now run a league two leagues a year so many people different matches every week um and and that's a very similar kind of outlook as well so same way if we play the game it's just obviously over a weekly basis um so yeah i think that's how i i, I was actually trying to rewrite my brains before today to work out how i actually hooked up with you um oh, and I, I couldn't remember i couldn't remember at all
0: i remember sending you over panels for the thing because that's something i do when i yeah, see someone streaming and they don't the have panels that was it when yeah, i see I someone that. streaming i don't do i i i i have this bad habit of just constantly creating artwork for my own channel so that means i change my theme every two weeks so I'd sometimes just try and get that creative boost, sure, sure. and just give anybody random stuff if they use it. Yeah, that's cool good. if they don't. Great, right? Yeah, um, I've always believed in giving people free stuff and getting my name out there rather than making a quick buck, uh, sure. especially at like this sort of size of channel or, or whatnot. I'd rather just try and get someone to recognise me than than to make five quid off it, sort of thing. Absolutely, yeah, I um, get that. And yeah, uh, right. there's not enough free stuff in the world, unfortunately. So why not try and help it a little bit? um exactly and and fingers are some of the free stuff like there is lots of free resources as we know
1: um but it's very it's not very you know tailored to you right mm -hmm. if you go to a channel like you did then you saw what we were doing you saw how we were looking to kind of produce it and this was the very first one I think very early on and you you know you 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 made a call based on what you saw it's not off the shelf it's you've tailored it to that person that group or what they're doing and then you've passed it on and that's you know that's great and and you know in the outswing backwards to you obviously you know I you know talk to you about the opportunity of the the, the merchandise mm. that we were talking about and I guess that's that's how our community and it's including you as well tactical you know it's we all just help each other out right I mean that's how it is it's not really about making money it's about let's all move forward together yeah you know?
0: well, I do appreciate I think there's a little difference on someone producing a shirt for someone compared to some digital art but I do appreciate that honestly it's uh it was got it i I feel bad now i should have worn it um fantastic quality honestly that you can see it on yours it's fantastic honestly can't beat it um so you know i think that's a perfect sort of way of going into that how how did you come up or not come up with but like what got you into doing your own was it is it printing you do or is it Uh, so so when so when I was younger, I trained as a graphic designer.
1: So I, w- I was working in a print house and we were doing business stationery, van mm. sign, writing that kind of thing. So I've done quite a lot of graphic design stuff, very similar to Love Me, actually. Mm. Um, and we, we when COVID hit, our events company effectively stopped because if you, you imagine all of the venues shut down. So we had, you know, weddings, corporate events, everything was being canceled, being mm. pushed out, being pushed out. You know, Laura, my my other half, she, she runs uh, the events company and... You know, she was like well what am i gonna do you know she's on furlough now so she could the good thing is we moved that year as well so she could spend time kind of sorting our property out to sell but mm. the the business had to stop so i was like look we've done a bit of graphic stuff we've done a bit of merch stuff for our events and other people why don't we focus on that let's get some of the gear in let's get the embroidery machine let's get all the you know let's get all the presses in let, let's let's move into that because." we knew that at that time construction and kind of key working was still happening people are still going to require stuff you know they're still going to want masks with their logo printed on i mean that was a big thing right mm. so we kind of branched out and diversified into that so i did all the design work and Laura did all the ops work all the prep work and then i would fill in obviously i've got a four-time job as well so i was filling in the evenings to do that so with regards to stream aware obviously love me. Is also obviously a graphic designer. He also has some of his own clothing stuff. He has his own clothing brands, and he wanted to do some stuff with that. And he wanted to do some stuff. So back in the day, for his um kind of snowboarding kind of brand, he did his own clothing, and he was like, "Look, I need to do some with this." Right? Same for him. I've moved up north for family. I'm here. I need to do. Something. I've got all this stuff. What can we do? And I said, "Look, what I want to do is I think I can offer because obviously I've been been doing it for quite a while now. During COVID, I think I can offer a really good, affordable." Kind of merch offering for for you know any type of streamer from small to large that actually is affordable to them they'll probably get a lot more money than they would if they go to some of these more well-established sites because at the end of the day yeah, it's about making money but it's about taking your bet up forward isn't it a lot of the money that we get initially is just to well, buy a new game or you know buy a new piece of kit or a new light or something that's going to help our our, our content so i was like well, why don't i do that because i can the model i've got means that the streamer can get actually quite a good portion of the merch I don't you know I just need the service costs to do the work the garment the customer's paying for and the and the garments the customers sorry is paying for postage so let's do that and I said to Lovemit, I'm going to do this this is what I'm going to do and then he said well I'm going to do the other side which is his thing called gamer gear which is slightly different um it's just more kind of uh gaming designs on clothing whereas ours is the streamer's brand on clothing Mm. And then he's pushing his uh, website for his um, snowboard and stuff. So that's how it was really born. It started from COVID. We diversified, kicked off the print shop. And then from that, we thought we, we can build a website and we can offer this. And, you know, we've got quite a few streamers on there. But And even to this day, we still have streamers and, and people you know, Tactical. Just mm-hmm. say, look, if you want some stuff, because to us, we can generate these. We can generate the artwork if they haven't got it, because we have the likes of Love Myself and Yourself um but also if they do have it and they just want it on some garments and they want it on the website within a couple of days just contact us because Mm -hmm. if they want to earn some money then they can do it that way we're making a bit of money out of the service they're getting most of they're getting you know all the profit yeah and that's how it started really we just it's very small we haven't really pushed it we've got a few streamers on there we've sold a handful of garments the iop stuff has sold quite well because a lot of the community wants some iop garb um yeah that's where we are
0: That's decent and uh I bet you can't wait for it. you you going to try and attend uh, is it twitchcon paris is the next one in europe
1: yeah so we so you know myself um, john and hawks human shows and hawks recently attended the uh, amsterdam one we are definitely going to be going to paris and we're going to try hopefully get the at least the ip6 there if not as many of us as we possibly mm. can so any of us that want to go you know we want to all go together and have a good laugh because it was such an experience if you've not been to twitchcon And obviously they hadn't done one for a few years because of COVID. It's an amazing place because everyone's there for the same reason. They all Mm -hmm. just want to meet other gamers. There is obviously a real kind of... There is a status kind of position in there though. Like they will look at your passes to see if you're on a partner, an affiliate or a community (sighs) member. And they have lines for those people, you know. They have the community members down the end and they have affiliates and partners and then they have the cosplayers going in. It's very it's all very weird because the tone will change depending on who you are right because they're like well a lot of the suppliers there obviously they need to make money i get that but all in all everybody was there everyone we spoke to about anything at all everyone was pretty friendly pretty open pretty happy um we were a bit disappointed because they have they have like an area there that you can kind of just book for free for 45 minutes you can do a stream and they got they got gear there you can do it's really cool and we were going to do it we were going to do a three-way just get on there for tarkov maybe do have a chat do a raid they don't have tarkov of course they haven't got it downloaded yeah. um probably something to do with um russia i guess but we well, said look it's a big game <clears throat> that friendly guy if you guys, if anyone knows that friendly guy he was there we got to meet him he's a guy that we've that love definitely stephanie interacted with we've interacted with him in his streams we got to meet him had a chat with him and there was there was at least 200 250 tarkov players there on the day we were there which is quite good out of you know the, the the many that were there but it was just such an experience that i would say if you get the opportunity to go to paris and paris you know you can get a train directly into paris right mm. people from the uk let's let's just all go let's just all go there and have a good time um because it is a you know it's an, paris is a nice place anyway but it's an amazing event
0: yes no i i would love to try and go to uh paris and uh, not to be with um the big ones but it would just be cool to see you know you lot i'll probably wear some iop merch just because that's that's what i was going to say is would that be w- have you had that experience We seeing people wear a lot of your merch is is it is kind of an unreal sort of thing seeing people wear what you created
1: um i mean we've we've seen obviously a community members wear it you know we give quite a bit of it away a lot of community members have bought it which mm. we think for me that's a shock because that's just that just sits in a little bit of a pot and then when the ip guys want to do a community night on a certain game and if some people haven't got the game we just use that money to buy the game kind of thing so it's a bit of a it is it It's one of those things i'm sure you've had it before and i'm sure your listeners have have had it as well where you build something you put it up there and it actually works Mm. and even if one thing you think it works like someone you know someone's actually chosen to part with their money to 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 take it you know take a top um and if anything you know it they're good they're good garments anyway so even if you even if you don't really want to wear it but you want something warm for a home in the winter then it's great as well but yeah it is nice to see it um it's not something that we really that we push because sorry we haven't pushed in a certain way because a lot of people think well oh, you're just trying to get money you know you're just trying yeah. to build this kind of cool and that's not really what it's about really we just we you know we've got if you want to if you want a t-shirt with rp on it and your your gamer tag on the other side perfect you know for the paris stuff i think what we'll do is the plan is that we will have um tops and hoodies that we're gonna give away to all the people that come from the ip community with all of the all of the streamers on it so if any of the streamers that go in so like yourself tactical we'll have your logo on the back staff you know makashi everyone that wants to go will just have a really big kind of streamer wall on the back of the hoodies and t-shirts just because i think it's it's not it's not an iop thing it's a it's a community thing right
0: yeah no i thought that'd be really cool um could make a heart maybe out of it if you had enough um yeah, absolutely that's, that's, that's a really cool idea um so like uh, yeah twitchcon kind of going into twitch you've been streaming for uh well, i assume since you played tarkov yeah so oh, it's a couple of years mm. i mean i did a bit when i was younger so i used to be
1: involved in quite a few clans streaming wasn't really a thing back then you know okay. bear in mind i'm of the older generation oldest generation um so did a few tournaments local tournaments did did that kind of stuff but from a, actual streaming on twitch for two years what i tried to do as well is i did a lot of restream where i was trying it on facebook and i was trying it on instagram or sorry on youtube just to see where the audiences were and it's quite interesting actually because obviously with facebook because because you're connecting to your kind of personal facebook you've got that link to your gamer page um i got quite a lot of people on there because it's quite accessible like outside of facebook's model is quite difficult quite different because you have to have quite a lot of people in there to kind of make any money i guess but not that it's really for me to make the money but it's just to actually get the followers up it's quite hard so i was getting different people watching me on facebook than i was on twitch and realistically i wanted everyone on twitch just because of the i just think it's a better integration but yeah for two years um and i, I look back at some photos and videos the other day actually when i was very first started and it was you know single monitor you know you know rubbish webcam old mm-hmm. kind of thing and i kind of look at it now, and i'm like you know you learn so much I don't think you learn stuff on your own about streaming. You learn by seeing other people and what they're doing. So like some of the stuff that, you know, you would do, you know, any of the other guys, we look and go, oh, that's really cool what they've got there. You know, that's really smart. Like you've got, you know, you've got a, a guitar in the background. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a guitarist and playing guitar since I was 10, you know, get get the old guitar hero stuff or, or my guitar on the wall. Yeah. That'd be really cool because that's something to do with me, right? So it's little things like that that I think, I don't think, I don't think you need to spend thousands of pounds to have good content i don't think you're paying for content like you're just looking to enhance the the look and feel i think if you can get people in when you've got a rusty old webcam and they're coming back every day to see you stream and talk talk crap for a few hours i think that's that's when you know you're you're onto a good thing
0: yeah no i completely agree with you on that and the, the same for you i look at yours and i see that uh rgb strip and i i need more rgb in my room honestly um so this I, is
1: quite interesting actually. this sorry to interrupt i no, don't worry. i got that for my daughter oh in her bedroom because she wanted like rgb and then i was like oh it's quite nice actually and I'll just you will just move it into mine and then i had to get her like an alternative one she wasn't very happy but it's uh for, you know, twenty quid. Uh, it does a, it does a good job.
0: It's funny you say that because I'm, I'm sure you know, but Lovemit said the exact same thing about an LED in his, like in his room. Bought it for his, uh, his, his son. Oh, I feel bad now. Yeah, son. Oh, uh, yeah, his son, and thought, you know, what, that's nice. I'll keep it instead, and you know, he doesn't need it now. Yeah, I think horsey has, has got like a. <laughs> He's got like a
1: universe starlight type mm. thing
0: that does like a starlight thing. Yes, yeah.
1: I think that was for little, and then he put that. He kept that for himself, so they're not going to see it,
0: right? I mean, nah, you know, give it a couple of years, then you can put it in their room, and they might care about it. Um, yeah. If they don't, you keep it. Uh, so, like, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of, I guess that's relevant because I was going to say, like, I was talking to a Human um, on the last episode about how his room with the LEDs—it kind of reminded me of Love Mitt um were you were inspired by his stream to do that or was that literally just because you you got mm-hmm. it for your daughter and thought mm, it's gonna be mine
1: so i kind of had i kind of had in my so when i'm i lived in a different property and i had a different a slightly different setup i kind of had leds on a shelf and they were mm. kind of just fixed and then when i moved where i am now i'm actually in one of our spare rooms so we're looking to extend into the attic and i'm mm. hoping that'll be the real gamer room, right? That'll be the green screen back and it'll be all, you know, really cool. And I can have all my steering wheels and my flight controls all set up separately, a couple of PCs and stuff like that. So for now, I'm very much in a box room. There's a bed next to me, which when I do finish, if I don't, if I finish at 1, 2 a.m. and I don't want to wake Laura, I want to go to bed. I can literally just dive into a bed here, turn the screen around and watch some TV. Um, but because it was very small and I, I haven't got shelves directly behind me where I am, I was like, that corner thing will just be enough for now um but yeah i i quite like love mix up i think love mix is really good like it, when i first started i i used a crappy webcam then i used an slr and i had a 50 mil lens and it gives you that nice kind of soft mm-hmm. focus I d- i've done the green screen thing i've tried that i've now got uh an osbot 4k which is a really tiny kind of thought it's really nice camera it's kind of a gimbaled one so i can set up for different things um but because of this small space yeah that's all i've got
0: oh fair um well i guess i'm interested you you said you had an slr what, what happened with that do you just not like it or is it not feasible for this setup
1: no so because we so as part of the event stuff because we do a lot of live stream events and we've got some kind of 4k urs and we've got mm. some other the slr is used for that so i was forever oh. docking it undocking it so it became a bit of a pain because i'd have quite a few events on but i want to stream in between so i was like ditch that get this get this little hotspot which kind of came out last year or year before you yeah before i thought i'll give that a go and actually we we bought a couple more of these just for the events um, because they're quite good for certain type of events where we've got we can have wide shots on them and they're on gimbal so we can oh, control decent. them so it's pretty cool um so yeah so it works for me now for the setup i've got and the overlays that this camera is pretty good um and to be fair as long as they can see me clearly and hear me i guess that's all that matters
0: yeah no i i think when it comes to content creation especially uh audio is more important than visuals um obviously the to host- you can't have a 480p sure. video with the highest quality audio people are not going to watch that but you know no. higher quality audio over the highest quality visuals i think is more important and i think most people know that these days but i'm not a professional go and talk yeah. to i don't know xqc if you want to know that um so you yeah, know I,
1: I tend to watch stuff on phone though i don't know about you like even with streamers like i will watch stuff whilst i stream or work at my desk and that's fine but i would say eight percent of the time i'm watching you guys on my phone so quality of the image doesn't have to be great but the audio through headphones mm. I prefer that because you put your phone down you do a bit of work you want to listen so I think I'm with you that audio is probably more important
0: yeah no I, I, I don't know when did I learn I learned that back I started streaming in 2015 um, and I probably learned that about a year later um, like you saying about looking back at your old setups, I, I specifically remember having mine where like you I only had one monitor i didn't really know how i was going to check chat so i would play games in windowed have it at like three quarters the size of my monitor and have chat on a separate like just in the background yeah so uh i could read chat and play games it, it's i don't know if i could ever live without two monitors these days it's, it's r- yeah. ridiculous
1: well i had two so i had like two 27s next to each other and again i was using those for events as well like if we were going out on the road i would take those i got mm-hmm. annoying so i i just bought one of the the uh the widescreen 49 inch widescreen oh, the yeah. and then the one to the right here is literally a vertical screen it's literally just for chat right just for chat that's all it is it's just the chat because then it's nice and clear it's in the, in this i only actually play on one side if i play offline and i do play games offline like flight simulator or something like that if i'm not doing vr i will play full widescreen and it is just a beautiful experience having mm. it that wide and um, where you can see the whole of the plane inside you know it's it's, it's great um but but monitors and stuff have come down in price a lot haven't they like if you think of the very big like early days <clears throat> trying to get a 120 hertz or something like that was almost impossible because it was like two thousand pound and monitor. yeah I think a lot of things have come down now um and even these curved ones have dropped price now which you know if anyone that's looking to get a curved a curved widescreen just I think just do it because I can use it for gaming work and everything and you know creation especially when you're doing things yes. as, as you know in any kind of video editor you're using having the bigger screen with many kind of views is 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 preferential for me
0: i never thought about having um having a, a wide screen for editing but i guess that is a huge benefit um and you say that, that what was it i used to have a benq it was a 144 hertz 1080 i think when i bought that i say i bought that my parents bought it when, in 2016 um i was like 400 um i was a lucky child yeah and the one I currently got is uh a, a 1440p 165 hertz and it was like half the price maybe 165 That's or something like this yeah it's ridiculous crazy so uh it's it's mental where technologies come these days it does really help though I mean I'm getting older you know my eyesight's not that great I do have to wear glasses
1: all the time for gaming I don't have to wear it generally like it's more for driving and, and using screens and gaming um but these screens are great and one good thing is that so I just got so I said I just got one of the steam decks and I can play that without my glasses, because it's obviously latest screen technology. It's the kind of anti glare cover on the five twelve edition, and it's lovely. I don't have to wear my glasses. I'm going to bed, so I finish streaming. And you, I don't know about you, but I have to, especially after IOP stream, I have to wind down a little bit because we we get caught. You know, we're we're well amongst it when we play. So it used to be going and doing TikTok, but then that would take two hours. Now I'll just go to go to bed and play a bit of dying light 2 on the on the steam deck for half an hour is enough and then i
0: can go to sleep you know it's perfect last yes, idea um, really oh, good my mate recently got one and he was showing us uh on a discord call and the screen looked ridiculously reflective i i was assuming there's a different version yeah i
1: think yeah so there's three models i think it's six there's the 64 the 256 and the 512 got internal storage version the 512 mm-hmm. one has like an anti-glare finish like it has a coating on oh, okay, yeah. it yeah and but there has been a problem with those though because obviously I think that's a like rush production because it's been mm. you know I think it was like 14 months when I pre-ordered you know to get, to yeah. actually get and uh some of them hadn't cured properly so they were getting bubbles within the screen so a lot of people have had to send theirs back mine touch wood I think it's been absolutely fine but it's it's a very kind of anti-glare kind of slight matte finish and it looks mm. really nice like it's uh yeah it's really it's really good but I have seen physically one of the other smaller ones and it is almost impossible you can't play it in any kind of direct light like yeah it's almost impossible no it's... i can play that in the garden in the I do it's fine it's great
0: no i was looking at them but like having a switch i could never really get into handheld gaming I'm, i don't know sure. I just, like you said yourself like after a stream a late stream or or even just after a long day or something like that and i used to spend 2 hours on TikTok. I I try to I don't go on TikTok any when I go to bed because you will spend yeah. an hour on that you you're just still you awake. Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: I mean I commute. So my my main job is in London and although we're kind of, you know, we're all working from home at the moment there's I do still have to go up there and I can see it kind of in next year probably a bit more I have to go up there for kind of customers and stuff. So I used to always do place up like my switch on the on the train. So I'm I'm quite happy. And I've been up there a few times since I had my Steam Deck. It's been great on the train, mm. it's been brilliant. And I think for me, it was more that I primarily, I would say 80% of the time I'm playing Tarkov, like that is my main game and I will stream that game. 20% will muck around with other games and I'll play bits and pieces and I'm, you know, going to be doing a bit of Formula One soon, a bit of more flight simulator stuff. But it's all of the other games I've got on my shelf. That I'm never going to stream. I'm probably never going to get around to playing because I'm always just streaming my primary games. It means I can just if i need to sit for an hour and play it off stream and just enjoy gaming again i've got the i've got the ability to play all my steam games and that was that was the kind of attraction for me Mm. um and i have been i've been playing games that i did shelve and i never finished and i'm getting through them now you know because i've got the ability to do so because when i'm on here i'm like i'll just fire up tarkov and just check my stash and then i'm like well i'm as as a stream right (laughs) i'm as i'm as so it becomes i want to break that not sure but just break that momentum of having to every time i'm on here i'm playing something to stream it and it's one of my five games i play i want yeah. to play some of my literally 240 games i've got on my steam library that i haven't finished um let's play them on the steam deck
0: that's that's fair um i, I like yourself i've kind of got a section where uh i i, I dedicated myself because this i've got so many games and ones i bought from years ago like i'm not going to play this and then just never did because if i'm streaming or, or back then i was recording a lot more um and so now i'm going through them slowly to try and complete games uh dying down... no it's like dishonored one was one of those that's an old game um, yeah so
1: i've I've literally literally installed that on my machine yesterday because i bought it never played it, everyone was raving about it you know so i've got, literally that's on my list to play offline um at some point so yeah we can uh we can yeah no it, it, it's
0: I've I, I can't I i do not know why I put Fallout New Vegas on there because that game is way too long but I want to complete that now
1: again I I did play that I played like 50 hours in that game and mm-hmm. never finished it so I've got that on there to carry on but the problem is you lose a bit of the 50 hours right you're like yeah. well what did I do so I've actually just started again because I'm oh, like because f- now I have the I have the time I have the the toilet time if you like yeah. I can sit down and just play it um so yeah I'm just going to start again
0: and uh, that actually goes, I, I want to start asking my guests a, a question that goes perfectly into it, is do you have any glo- uh, guilty pleasure games, um, or a guilty pleasure game that you wish you could stream or play more, um, but you're kind of afraid maybe your viewers won't like it or, or you'll get shunned for it maybe?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, do I have any guilty stream.
0: Um, well, It doesn't have to be a stream necessarily, or the games that you love but just never really find the time to play. Or is that a so- game, sorry?
1: yeah I mean a lot of the uh so I'm I I like a lot of the tycoon games mm. I don't know you're so like you know Railway Tycoon a lot of early Sid Meier stuff I like the City Skyline stuff anything kind of sim related that you know even like the Jurassic World kind of build your build your you know those type of games that I always really I really really love the idea of because I I'm a I'm a Command and Conquer child right so I started with Red Alert and that was one of the very first kind of point and click kind of builds kind of strategy games that was kind of a good thing like there was obviously a lot before that on the various platforms but that was one of the very first ones that i really enjoyed and obviously went through the whole series so anything like that really and i do find myself oh you know i'm at work i can just do 30 minutes on sid Meier's tycoon row tycoon 3 which is you know it won't i can't even get the resolution up to my screen size it's it's that old mm-hmm. um and i don't i don't think they would stream very well i think it, it's kind of a background chat so if i was having a chat like this with you and i was playing it that that's cool and people could you know interact that way but i don't it those are the type of games that i want to play offline that don't really lend themselves to the steam deck so i would have to find time to play them on an actual pc and those are the kind of ones that i really wish i could play a bit more of you know things like the the pc build simulator so i actually build pcs right i have done since i was mm. very young actually started to play a bit of that game and that's actually really cool because you're running your own pc shop right and i'm thinking <clears throat> i think the, the the entrepreneur in me is kind of thinking i kind of spent five hours playing this i probably could have just done it as a business you know you kind of think well what am i doing but it's those type of games that i really really enjoy um kind of strategy business building up kind of version games mm. um they're the ones that i that they would say i would say they are definitely my guilty pleasures outside of the fps and the uh, hardcore of tarkov
0: yeah that's that's fair um did you ever play any of the i think it was bulldog um like oh i can't remember they did i think it was like sim hospital or whatever i can't remember now they, they made yeah, they had like, sort of games
1: so theme hospital was one of the very first games and i absolutely loved that game obviously two point hospital has come out now and it's actually really good i don't know if you've played two point hospital I it. no. it's a really good kind of upgraded version of the theme um sorry uh theme hospital and those games were the ball like you say the bulldog publisher games they were they were great they were really good they were nice and easy they were silly um and yeah i think they've done two point campus now as well which is like a, a move on from that um from the two point hospital but two point hospital is great um all those type of games are definitely within my kind of guilty,
0: guilty pleasures packet um definitely oh decent um now you said earlier you are or you you play vr um would you say you're an avid vr gamer
1: so i got into vr and this is funny actually because i actually got into vr because of mccashi so makashi um does quite a bit of vr and he does a lot of blade and sorcery but he also did a lot of elite dangerous um and i've you know i love flying games like i want to learn to fly a plane i want to own my own plane at some point i'm I'm gonna i've got stuff to itchy on my desk now to sort out lessons to start this year um and i've always been into flight sims and and elite dangerous is great because it's a space flight sim but you also get to do some stuff as well you get to shoot some things and there's some objectives and Makashi kind of got me into that so when i first started talking to Makashi, he played a lot of elite dangerous i got into really dangerous he sherpered me a bit through that um and we picked it up now and again um and he said you need to play this in vr because in vr it will just completely change the whole way you play the game so i got an early uh an early um uh htc vive um second hand you know 100 quid or whatever a couple mm-hmm. hundred quid of someone and started to play that and honestly the Im- the immersion within that game is great it's brilliant you know and then obviously there are other games like more recent star wars games that you can use vr in my flight simulator i can use vr in i then did a bit of vr with poppy my youngest she loved playing vr beat saber all that kind of stuff and i said oh well you know maybe i'll upgrade the vr unit so i got i got a second hand with one of my friends was selling uh an index and he said oh yeah i've got this so i bought that off him mm-hmm. and that like times the vr kind of immersion by like 100 like it was so much better the the headphones were built in it was you know the actual responsiveness the grips were really good so the problem i've got is i can play in this room i can play seated vr and i've got my light boxes on the wall here so i can sit and play seated so i can play my star wars fighter game i can play microsoft flight simulator i can play a bit elite dangerous um but the problem i have is a lot of that requires me to have my control set up no i have my control set up now because i've been looking to get back into flight simulator i've been sorting out on air side so if you don't know you can play flight simulator but you can hook it up to a third party app which basically gives you jobs to do you know you pick up a package from london and fly it to paris right so so there's more of an objective base you can run you can run and this goes back to my guilty pleasure you can run your own airline right you can run your own your own kind of supply um company so i've set one up it's only pixels you know and i'm going to pick up i'm going to pick up boxes from southampton i'm going to i'm going to fly them to john in, in glasgow right so because i don't always have my controls out i'm not really using my vr i'm not going to do my stand-up stuff so i kind of get a bit frustrated that i can't use my vr as much as i would like to i want to i want to do a lot more i have streamed with it i've played um know if you ever heard of that game so i played that on vr played it in my old place my missus was with me monitoring chat because i hadn't quite set up right at that time i I couldn't see my chat so laura was like oh someone's just said this And, and they're obviously trolling me and she's trolling me and phasmophobia in vr is the most scariest thing i've ever done i'm telling you now i, I could only do it for an hour i had to take it off me and hawks were playing it i said i'm gonna have to switch to normal mate i can't i can't play it in vr anymore i can't have these hands coming over my face every 10 minutes
0: i think um, that's the only game that's given me motion sickness in vr but yeah yeah
1: the inertia is a bit odd yeah. in the game isn't it with and that's what it is nothing you're kind of your brain's moving more than the vr is allowing so i think you it, Brain thinks you've been poisoned, basically, doesn't it? Which yes, is what yeah. I don't know, travel sickness is.
0: No, I, I'm not good in the dark. So VR dark games like like the only one I can cope with, like you said, is Elite Dangerous. And playing that in VR, you you then get a scale of how big the basic ships are, let alone like the dolphins yeah. and just and looking around like behind yeah. you
1: and, and you know. I, I think, I think, if anyone hasn't gone into VR and you can get a cheap VR set, then do that and just play Elite Dangerous, just mm. to fly around space or get the new you know the uh the the new star wars game the um you know the fighter game because if, if you love star wars yeah, yeah, yeah if you love star wars and you know the opening the opening fight is you're in a tie fighter and i'm more on the sith side anyway and f- looking around a tie fighter with that roaring noise flying around shooting at rebels you can't get better than playing it in vr like you you just won't get that experience playing it with a controller and just looking at one screen
0: no I- VR eyes is, is and like, as you said with your first one the HTC Vive I got white mine for a couple hundred they're getting cheaper by the day and they're still you know they're not the perfect but they're a great starter if you've got the room and and space to be able to put light boxes in and and if even if you're not using the the, the room scale just the seated VR yeah. fantastic um, other things as well like uh, National Geographic like
1: there's lots of other apps that you can use obviously there's a lot of oculus apps you can use with it where you can just go around the world and have a look at places you've never been you know walk mm. walk through the Colosseum if you've never been there you can do that in vr right just kind of have a look you know it's a beautiful world and you can see it all in vr you're not going to get the same as being there obviously but if you if you want to travel around the world and just look at something before you've been there you know get on vr well, you've
0: got, you got google earth vr don't you which is uh, an experience and a half um yeah. so uh yeah nice that's that's brilliant um now, didn't they add VR into the newest F1 game? Or am I wrong on that?
1: that again? Sorry, you broke the, up.
0: Sorry, yeah. Did, did they add VR into the newest VR F1 game? F1 2022? They have, yeah. They had
1: it. You could kind of... So I've had 2020, 2021. I've got 2022 now. In 2021, you could use VR, but it was kind of like proprietary. Like, it was like separate too. Oh. Like, it wasn't really built in. 2022 does have it. Now, I haven't tried it yet. Um, I think myself and John are going to be kicking off a cooperative season. And I think for that season, when I play with him, I think I'm going to do it in VR mm. because I've seen obviously a lot of clips and videos of people doing in VR and the game looks amazing anyway. Like the game looks amazing anyway, but I just think being in VR and cause I've got a steering wheel and you know, everything I can, I can just literally have the control. So I don't need to look around. I can just, you know, drive. I think that would just add complete immersion to the game yeah. uh, and with the index as well. I think that would just heighten it because of the
0: sound and everything. So, yeah, yeah. So I think I am going to
1: do that um probably the next couple of weeks me and john are gonna start our season so look out oh, for that
0: decent. are you gonna record that or stream it or i think we'll just, just stream it i think we'll just straight okay. stream
1: it yeah i think we'll just go with it because i think it'd be funnier that way mm. um i think that it would be it'd be hilarious um there are some other stuff that we're probably going to do that's not stream like raid series for hardcore and tarkov we're probably going to record that and just oh, chop yeah. that up into stuff rather than stream that but but yeah I'm definitely gonna i think it'd just be funny because i don't think john's played any of the later f1 games anyway so i think it would just be great to have our team and then i uh, just take it from a, a crappy car with a yeah. yeah and a mediocre f1 team to see how far we can get
0: and put a fan in front of you i think that would cause your brain to just go override because that's a really good shout actually that's a really good shout yeah it'd
1: be awesome if you could get one that kind of speeds up right
0: based yes, on the acceleration, yeah. that awesome. has to be there, we'll there has that. to be i'll yeah. find that out
1: we'll, we'll check it out
0: um so yeah you're talking about the, the uh this potential raid series from tarkov on youtube are you planning on doing any more content because i know you and uh human and Mi- uh, lovemit you do a lot of TikToks and shorts um i don't know how you, yeah, keep so, up with the amount you do
1: So, i mean i guess i'd have to chat with Lovemit about that so Lovemit's my editor really so oh, so i so i pretty much given him a bit of a, a set of requirements which is i just want every stream that i do i just want to i'll just want to short out the back of it wherever i'm playing um but then obviously that would build up i was doing monthly videos before and that would be exactly the same monthly videos with regards to the hardcore stuff um maybe that i just do that myself so i can do the design stuff i can do the video stuff but the problem i struggle with is time and you know love me he, he has a little bit more time so he 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 will his editing is affecting his, his work in his day as well as being a dad and, and mm-hmm. a father and he's an amazing father um so he i was like look i could do this but i could pay you to do this and It'd be you know i know what you would bring to it and it's an amazing you know every everything he sends me i i'm like i didn't expect it to be that good i did not expect it to be. That. and it, every time he raises the bar just a millimeter every time to keep me interested in him kind of continuing the work so i'd rather pay him and his kind of creative genius to crack on and, and do all the videos um that he can do for me um because i think it's uh yeah it's, it's really high quality and i'll just focus on on the jokes on the bad gameplay and let him make it look good right
0: no that's decent um i wasn't aware he was actually as busy as, as he made out he was like he he said that he did editing for uh made me sound bad uh, but he said he did editing for people I, I didn't realize he did it for you and i think he's done some other stuff for him uh, other iop members as well as doing um i think yeah, he, he said piranha tv or someone like that i think he does some stuff
1: piranha yeah and the thing is well he, he, as well as kind of i guess the work he does a lot of he does a lot of free work a bit like yourself he, he'll do a lot of stuff for the IP like community like if they're looking oh, i just need a new overlay yeah i can i can do that for you you know what? or you know flock of geese recently was said Look, i'm going to start properly streaming and then yeah he's like yeah i've done your logo mate it's all good you know so love a bit like myself probably similar to you probably similar to the other IP guys we're always working whether that's drawing in money is a different thing but we're always working we're always helping people in the community um but yeah he's always he's very busy he might not seem it is but he's very busy the same as all of us so yeah um yeah I try not to pester him too much for stuff because I know at the end of the day the guy delivers all the time and I never have to push him so I'm gonna leave it at that and just I'll do the edit I'll do the I'll do the content he can just put it together and he just sends me a video every every other morning says there you go there you go and I don't even I put it straight up and then I watch it as if I'm a viewer I never watch it before it goes up because I trust him implicitly
0: uh that, that trust maybe disappeared at one point um just might add a little bit in there uh we, we've spoken a lot about love bit but one thing love Mit said um i can't remember for the life of me if it was when i went on his podcast or when he came onto mine um but we got talking about you uh and he was saying how he doesn't understand where you get the time to do your work come home stream and then go out and play golf um and and you're constantly busy as you say Is is golf a big part of your life or any sports indeed or or is that just a one and every now and then sort of thing
1: so so i've always been a footballer ever since i was young and i played football probably every every week every every weekend and in the week since i was about 10 up until probably just before covid so i have always played football i played a bit of golf because me and my dad used to play golf um, and we still play a bit of golf, but we, we played golf and it was our time to just time together to have a chat. We could just walk around, hit well, as much as we could chat with balls being either side of the fairway. But it was just, I kind of got into doing that. And last year I went on a stag do, one of my best friends. Um, and it was a, a, a day of golf and then go-karting and all the other kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll get the clubs out. We'll go. And then I was like, oh, actually I've not played for six, seven years but this is all right it feels okay so maybe i should get back into it and getting older now i find it's really difficult to heal so i'd play football and i play football i was still playing in a a sunday league team and i'm still actually registered with the sunday league team um i'd play on the sunday and i do i do 20 minutes one half sometimes i play a bit more I'm i'm the oldest in the team right they're all youngsters and then it would take me a week to heal and then i'm playing again and i'm like it gets to a point where I've played so much football that my body, I'm just constantly aching. Like my legs are constantly aching, my hips are aching. And I think that's just an age thing, right? We just don't heal as quick as we did Mm. when we were, when we were 18, 20. So I was like, look, I really enjoy golf. I like skill games. I see it as a skill game. It's a solo skill game. No one can really influence me apart from helping me out, obviously. But you know, it's my game. I'll get back into that. And my mate was playing it, played a bit with him. So I played a bit more golf recently and i'm thinking i'm going to start getting into golf a bit more and then i'll i'll you know be a season ticket holder at a local a local uh uh golf golf center mm. yeah i've kind of got into that but the funny thing is is the guys are always saying i don't understand how you've got time to do all this stuff because and when i actually reel it off it's quite a lot so obviously i have my normal job right which is a you know nine to five eight to eight or six contracted kind of it role we have the the print shop which me and laura kind of manage 50 percent of the work in there i do the design, which, you know, whatever. We have Fun Booth, and obviously I'm involved in the events. I'm Mm -hmm. able to still get involved with events. Um, And then we also run a youth darts academy. We've got the biggest JDC, um, Junior Darts Corporation Academy in the world, actually, um, which is a of darts academy. So that's on a Monday night. So we do that as well. Me and Laura do that. So as well as that, as well as trying to fit two or three nights of streaming in and seeing the kids and me and Laura Mm -hmm. having time. Yeah, it's a bit of a juggle. But I guess the way I see it is, and I've had to drop things, of course, because things you just can't get everything done. Like I was a chairman of a football, a youth football club. I couldn't do that. I, I did yeah. it for a, a season and a half, and it was too much. I couldn't fit it all in. Right. I think I'm just going to smash it out now whilst I can. Trying to do new things. I've, you know, my ADHD means that I'm going to bounce between things and find something that sticks. Um, and I think I'm going to. There's going to be a come a time where I'm going to have to stop, but that's not right now. And and it's not. You know, I do get tired. Obviously, like everyone does, I do get stressed. But i make things work and the things i do it's because i enjoy doing them not because i'm doing them for a chore so mm. until i have to do something that's a chore i'll do as much as i can that i enjoy
0: that's I, that's quite a it's quite a motivating reason to be honest um like, yeah no, that's i can't really say anything about that that's, that's just busy but you're not you don't feel busy do you like no it's like that's what not matters. at all
1: i think when as humans we start making mistakes on things that's when you know you're you're mm-hmm. over capacity right yeah so and, and we do make mistakes but i mean i mean serious mistakes mm-hmm. um but luckily all the stuff i'm involved in it's not medical no one's gonna die <laughs> if i don't deliver a requirement or a piece of work or a piece of artwork so and you know i'm quite good with people so i make everything work and it's all good
0: ideal um now this could be a bit of a, a controversial question but who do you support
1: so i'm a pors fan fc oh fan, so, home. Football club, so not controversial at all Fact. home home team um yeah no not not any of the big five or top 10 um in the premier league unfortunately who do you do you support Are you football I, fan I'm chelsea chelsea okay cool um yeah, so, so we do have a so hawks he's a sunderland fan um and i don't i don't think he's a football supporter but i guess he he would support Warsaw but away i guess he would support mm scottish team john's obviously a rangers fan obviously he's very happy at the moment because they're just you know they're doing well um they're doing all right so we have we have a lot of banter about football but yeah no league one ports of football club you know struggling team Mm. um i've always supported them i guess when we when i was a kid um a lot of my cousins supported kind of man united so i kind of liked man united because they liked man united but it wasn't a real thing i think everyone has like a second team ish but i you know Right now, I'm 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 blue blood and I'm through and through.
0: Ports, well, you really dodged a bullet with Man United, to be honest. So yeah, yeah, they're doing really well at the minute. Um, amazing. The, thing is,
1: the shame. The thing is, though, like going to talking about football, you know, you know, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, Tottenham, um, Arsenal. You know, I always in the nineties and early two thousands, they were the teams to watch. You mm. know, they were really good teams. They you know, they all played differently. They were always battling. Um, actually being a Portsmouth fan and obviously we were in the Prem for a bit and then but i really prefer championship football i think i think championship football is where the fight is mm-hmm. like coming from a sunday league saturday sunday league football player the championship is where the fight is because it's like you're fighting for that big that big pay increase and you don't want to go down into the not the dregs but you don't want to go down into the struggle to get mm. back to the chat the championships that nice middle ground where and the football was very there was a lot of battles in, in 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 the championship so um so yeah i haven't actually got to see bombay obviously they've kicked off recently i haven't been able to get down there because of time to see them play mm. um but i'm sure i'll get i'll get there a few of my friends have i've not got a season ticket i haven't had a season ticket for a while um just because i just couldn't commit to it. i'll just be giving it out every week but a few of my friends they have all oh, you know we're free this week and they always message me and i you know i go people can't make it so i will get to see a few games this season but uh, yeah. decent
0: i i think smaller teams it's like a little family or well, not a little, but it's more of a family you know everybody knows each other sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you and really do city, follow right it's in the city i live in yes like if you think
1: you know like yourself but other you know may not i've no man United fans have never seen May United play yeah. at old trafford you know and it's kind of i just don't it doesn't i don't understand that you know why not support the team where you are you know
0: so oh yeah it's like i would support the team that's around me but that's still a, like a two-hour three-hour train drive like unfortunately where i live in yeah. the southwest there's no big football teams that there's meant to be but that's that's been delayed God oh yeah yes, well. yeah so it's, it's been one of those things where i've always been watching it on tv um my family yeah. are from oxford so i kind of say i'm an oxford fan if i want to yeah. support a lower league um lower league team. yeah which is is I, I don't know how they're doing i haven't seen them yet um but you know it's, it's it's one of those things i wish i wish i lived in a place that had a local team um that i yeah. could go and walk down to the stadium and watch if i had the time or yeah or, i mean I and pretty much from
1: where even where i live now you can hear them from the stadium like yeah in Portsmouth because it's just low like if you've ever been to Portsmouth, like you go over a hill and and Portsmouth's, like quite on sea level because mm. obviously it's where the navy is and the ground is on the you know the east side of the the sea and it's just loud like, it's just wherever you are in Portsmouth, it's loud it's just nice to have that yeah But you know and even and, you know there's always going to be football trouble because there is always when you get away fans right but actually as a football in town even when you've got traveling supporters you have a good laugh mm-hmm. you know you have a good time you have a drink and you enjoy it and it, whether you win or lose right so yeah it's a good uh it's good to have a home team
0: no yeah, definitely 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 um so yeah going. From, did you did, did you ever get into any football games fifa or PES, or is that kind of you've stuck away from that
1: yeah. Yeah. So I um yes, yeah, so I've always been FIFA. So
0: from early, early FIFA,
1: literally FIFA soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, played quite a bit. And I think when I had a bit more time, so when I had so I've got four children, when I when I had my first child, Oliver, um, it's around two thousand and four, um, I used to do quite a lot of the uh kind of overnight feeds. Mm-hmm. So I would do like the ten till four, ten till five kind of shift. And I would kind of use that time to play games and I if I wasn't playing Fallout Four, which I absolutely just smashed like hundreds of hours in. I was playing FIFA and playing FIFA quite a bit online. And then, then when they obviously brought our ultimate team and I also did, um, the master league on PEZ, you know, mm. when PEZ had the master league, it was a very similar thing to ultimate team, wasn't it? Where you could build up your own team. Yeah. And I quite liked that over, I mean, obviously playing with your mates is great, playing online is great pro clubs two games ago. We had 11, like we had 11 mates that used to play and we all had a position and that was amazing. You know, there was just the, the banter was hilarious. And actually, a lot of the clips on my early clips on my my uh, channel, Twitch channel, is is those games. Um, but I've I got FIFA twenty, played it a bit. Got FIFA twenty one, hardly played it. Got FIFA twenty two, hardly played it. Uh, you know, I I hear that obviously twenty three is probably going to be the last one, or at least it's going to be the last, last FIFA. One. Yeah, yeah, last FIFA. Um, will I get it? I don't think I will, because I think I'm just not going to play it. You know, I've got 22, which will still be great for the mates coming around and, you know, getting four controllers out and having mm-hmm. a game. Um, There's other bigger games coming out at the end of this year. I'm probably going to get the, the new Call of Duty. I'm probably going to get on that. So I am really a COD player. I did, did play COD um, before I started getting into Tarkov, and then Tarkov just kind of took over, really. And I know John's a COD player. Hawks, he did play COD. That's how I met Human Shields mm-hmm. the first time we played playing Call of Duty. So I'm probably going to get on that. And there's some other bits and pieces coming out this year. And I've, like I said, I've got... Two hundred and forty games on my back catalogue to play on the Steam Deck, so yeah. I don't really want to add to that shelf this year. Um, probably next year.
0: That's that's fair. And it fascinates me to find out that both you and Human were COD fans, um, all these COD players. Um, yeah. I, I guess the Tarkov kind of strayed me off that, but um, it's it's yeah, it's one of those things where in the friend groups that I'm in, I um, uh, I I grew up as a a COD kid. I grew up in the the generation of having a PS3. Um mm-hmm. from when I was way too young to play COD to now. And unfortunately nobody else I love playing games with them plays COD, which is, is one of those unfortunate things, so yeah. I I seem to be playing it by myself. But the new one looks good and I'll most definitely play it. Um Yeah, it does
1: look good. It does look good. Yes,
0: yeah. It, I, 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 people never play cod for the story but modern warfare 2019 had a decent story so i would be interested to try you know 20 uh, yeah modern warfare 2.
1: definitely up for the solo on that i think and and, and the multiplayer is good and one good thing it is though if i mean you i found that when i went back to playing cod after playing tarkov i was a lot better mm. because obviously the and i tend to only play the hardcore modes anyway so it's like one shot kill kind of stuff and i remember just jumping back into vanguard for a bit with tom uh, flock of geese and i was like I'm just slapping because, yeah. like, I'm just taking my Tarkov quick flick mentality into this COD game, which is a little bit assisted, you know, a bit arcadey in, in comparison, and you know, it just made you feel good, right? So one yeah. does support the other in
0: a way. Yeah, no, I, 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 th- I, I don't know if I know. I think because because I came from COD and then went to Tarkov, I kind of really had that. I don't know, maybe I don't yeah. really notice anything. Um, It's really good to see they're releasing the single player a week before the multiplayer because I don't think anybody ever plays the single player of COD so that's a reason to actually play it because I think people see the the, the game comes out they're like I want to dedicate myself to multiplayer unlock everything and do that and that's why they never play the single player so I like what they're doing there Um, So you know that's that's decent and uh, I've just realised the time has come up to an hour so I think a, a good last question to ask you As a man who seems to have done more or less everything anybody ever could ever do, um, you've more or less got 800 different businesses or done 800 different things. Is there anything you're looking to try and do, get into or or, uh, a new business adventure you would like to try?
1: uh I don't think new, but we, we definitely want to expand. I think the plan is that we will look to kind of close down the event stuff, or, or try and get someone to buy that out in a few years' time, so we can focus on the print stuff. Mainly because it's obviously normal business hours. Mm-hmm. The event stuff's obviously very weekend heavy. Me and Laura like spending time together. We like spending time with our family, and obviously that weekend does hamper that a little bit. With regards to what I would like to do, so I'm a I'm, I'm an IT professional, so I'm effectively an agile coach, which is a just if you know agile, it's just a different. Software delivery method, mm-hmm. or any kind of delivery method, really. Um, <clears throat> I actually want to be a, a. I'm studying at the moment to be a coach and a trainer for that. So I want to set up kind of a training center in in the south. We you tend to have to go to London or the north to to get kind of accredited to do as a Scrum Master or a Product Owner. Those okay. are kind of two roles within it. um And with through the Scrum Alliance, I've kind of done most of my badges apart from the kind of coaching one. So once I've done that, I can then have a training center in the south. So the unit that we're in at the moment is a. Quite a large unit we it was empty when we moved in we built offices downstairs we're going to move upstairs and as, as well as moving upstairs <clears throat> it means that i will kid it out with probably 10, 10 gaming pcs for us to to use for the training but it would also be a nice place for anyone or anyone that's traveling in the south wants to come and have a have a bit of a game or some land games so there might be a bit of that on the radar as well some kind of uh game center
0: that'll be uh Wait, there's not enough of them so i think that's a fantastic idea um i'll definitely come down and visit if if that becomes a thing um awesome. i did i didn't realize about the uh was it agile you said um kind of mm-hmm. had to go to london at that, that i did not know um I yeah didn't... so
1: normally london or birmingham you can go and get that's where most people do the training because i think they can draw the kind of the right fee for doing it mm-hmm. um so yeah but there's obviously still quite a big call for it all over the country so a lot of people in the south can stay in the south to come and train if they want for a few days with me and then they can get their accreditation do their exam and then they're good to go so um and it just kind of hampers on the fact that you know I, I quite like interacting with people I, I think I'm quite a good coach and trainer and what I do so my consult I guess I'm a consultant in IT so go into organizations that need consultants to help them kind of move forward with project delivery um and I've been doing that for like 17 18 years now so it's kind of taking it from that point where I can do two or three days training people to do to in the organization and then I can consult for a couple of days in the organization and be a bit more picky about what I do so yeah that's the kind of retirement plan I guess mm. um I get that done in the next doing the next five years and then I'll you know hopefully I can retire at 60 and don't have to worry about it
0: uh, it's, it's good to have a retirement plan um so all the best on that honestly I'm sure it'll go flying honestly um no, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure today thank you very much for your time um I, I learned a lot more than i ever expected um again i'm finding out more people are cod fans that's, that's just shocked me to be completely honest since everybody's <laughs> hiding away from that um but yeah, no it's, often. that's true um that no, has been an absolute pleasure thank you very much for coming on is there anything you'd like to promote anybody you like to promote or, or anything coming up no
1: i mean i mean with with regards to the, i mean it's only pixel stuff i mean i know you know we've we've got between us kind of healthy communities but i mean you know it's it's nice to to, to tinker in each other so i mean you know if anyone wants to come and chat everyone into whatever games want a bit of show up on Tarkov, or just want to come and have a bit of a laugh really just pop across to the discord and have a chat you know tacticals in there he does get involved in some of the stuff he's a vip as he mentioned as he's a he does play with the IOP squad now and again, so that that gives him that VIP status. So feel free to pop across and uh, yeah, have a chat with some of the guys. And hopefully, like you say, if you get some of the other, the other six in, you know, I know you've had a couple already. If you can get the other guys in, you get some different perspectives on what they um, think about IOP. And like I said, next week, we're doing the recording of uh, the first kind of IOP chat. And I th- I'm hoping that that will kind of give people a bit more of a uh, under the skin view of what iop means to us individually but as also as a as a nice collective so yeah look out for that
0: i genuinely can't wait um and very much like last episode i'll put the uh discord link down in the description as well as the link to your channel i do highly recommend everybody go and check you out it's uh you talk. you're yeah I, I wish i could play tarkov like you honestly I, I i hide in the corners i can't run through doors it's it's just physically impossible for me to do that um so honestly yeah
1: i think i appreciate that yes and that's 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 good to hear that from some you know from yourself as a tactical to be fair i really do appreciate that i mean i changed my gameplay a bit because i was kind of not fed up of hiding but i was just like i'm gonna die anyway i may as well die fighting right and then as soon as that happened my game changed my game changed i'm the first through the door i might be the first one dead but at least my teammates are alive because i've taken the bullets right so yeah so i appreciate that from you
0: makes great content as well so you know works both both ends um but i no, thank you very much for yourself thank you for everybody that's listened and uh we'll see you in the next one Ta-ra.